Hey everybody, welcome back to another Photog Adventures podcast. I'm Aaron King. I'm Brendan Porter. With families and day jobs, we know it's hard to find time to get out there with your camera. So Brendan and I joined together and made the commitment to go out consistently and build up our landscape and astrophotography portfolios. We live in Utah and are lucky to have so many beautiful landscapes all around us. Not only do we have five national parks right here in Utah, but we are only a day or less drive away from 30 other national parks. So we created PhotogAdventures.com, this podcast, and our YouTube channel to chronicle our adventures. Come along with us to amazing places and learn from our mistakes and our successes. We hope that you will get out there too and have a photog adventure of your own. It's episode 114. Hey guys, welcome hey. back. Brendan? Hey, how's it going? I've been missing you on Monday Moment of Envy, man. Where have you been? I know. Um, sick or sleeping. You were talking both. about being sick or sleeping or sad last week. What about this <sighs> yeah, week? Yeah, I'm still happier? getting over something. I'm getting better, yes. I, I think I'm like 90 in the 90 percentile now. Where you was, like I swear, as, yeah, I was like in 80s, like forever. <laughs> like it took forever to get out of that. He's stuck in the 80s, just like Kurt Kaiser. <sighs> so yeah, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting better. I'm getting happier. And, uh, you know, I can't wait for the sun to come back. I haven't had a sun, any sun for like, um, all over a week now. I am so, honestly ready to migrate every year to the Southern hemisphere. I just can't take it. I know. It's, I have <sighs> seasonal affective yeah. disorder. It's sad. dreary. It's been wet and cold and just miserable outside so yeah i'm not loving it i'm really 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 missing getting out and especially since if we look at we just looked at our entire year of 2018 we're going to talk about what we learned in 2018 and just seeing how it slowed really down after october i mean once october hit it slowed down Mm -hmm. yes we went to oregon for this adventure and had a little bit of a pick-me-up there that was great but man october november december and so far in january i have been desk i've been desk prone desk bound been desk bound mm-hmm. and i'm hating it. i need to get out yeah i i feel the same way too i've i've uh done a little bit of photography with my kids in the backyard and i want to go out and have do they more. burned down your house yet doing uh no we just did it that one time and it was fun and uh they're really excited to go out and do it somewhere else now so i've been talking to dan at heart and we've been you know both communicating like yeah okay we got to get out soon and and do some steel wool at the very least. Cool. And have so. all your kids doing it up there on the rocks at Little Moab. It'd be great. I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess they would have fun doing that. Yeah, I only have one spinner right now. I don't know if I trust them to have their own spinners. <laughs> oh, I would not. <laughs> well, we're going to get into this. This is episode 114. We went back a couple episodes because we're catching up on this that's been pending, as well as we have an episode 112 that's going to come out for the listener part, the listener perspective of the listener adventure out there in Oregon. So there's going to be some weird numbering of episodes for a little while but it'll get out of here but episode 114 begins at mark the main main absolute main goal of this website is to gamify your progress from beginner milky way photographer to master milky way photographer and we are definitely you know tooting our own horn using that for our opening <laughs> clip of this episode but we just want to remind you guys about the milkywayphotographerwebsite.com well i should say it better the milkywayphotographers.com website yes yes um really excited about this project it's been something we've been planning and working on for almost a year now oh yeah over a year and um yeah and he's got a, his buddy's been working on art art for the achievements and oh, man he started that 
probably about a year ago. And I mean, we've was, only had this podcast out since Friday, and we've had great yeah. response already. Over yeah, 100 yeah. users signed up, and people are already pointing out every flaw and helping me out. Because remember, this is a beta website. Yeah. And I'm finding out. I mean, right now, if you're at the website at this moment that I'm talking, there's these two link issues with Dean's and is it Ken's? Yeah, Ken Lawson. Ken Lawson yeah. His link to their site, their own work, happening is showing up on their name and their username and so when they have comments made and it's showing up in one of the modules showing here's the recent comments that happened on uh, articles yeah it actually is making their name 120 pixels tall it's gigantic compared to the 30 pixels tall other yeah, names. It's really bizarre. And we, we're trying to figure out what, what's causing that. <laughs> I actually spent some time before recording this podcast trying to solve it. I n- isolated the CSS that's affecting it. But long story, boring story short, it's not fixed. And we're going to have many problems like this. But so you guys are aware, yeah. fix the gallery issue so you can upload more. What happened was you have a 10 megabit pixel on um, 10 megabyte limit. And mm. some of you probably had too large of images that you could post one, and then when you post the second one, it was over the 10 megabyte limit. Mm. And so I had to up that. I'm not telling you how much. Please don't test it. If you do, we're going to have to look into your pictures and see if you can maybe go into Photoshop and tweak them so that they're kilobytes instead of multiple, multiple megs of pictures. But we should have enough space now so your gallery can contain 30-plus images to get 30-plus achievements. So I think uh, um, one of the best ways to approach your gallery on the site is to make your export your images at the longest, whether it's height or width, at 2,000 pixels, and then just save at like, I don't know, 75 or 80% JPEG. Then you have a nice small megabyte or less, you know, Even if they're two megabytes, they'll be great for the site. That won't be any problem at all. Yeah. And we will get a plug-in that's resizing them. Kirkheiser is looking into it. We're going to try and optimize the site so that you guys don't cause issues unwillingly, Mm. unknowingly. Or go through too much hassle, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to put you guys through too much hassle to get your achievements, to get your ranks, and try and get up there. Even after I marked on all the ranks that myself and Brendan have done in 2018, we don't have enough to be master Milky Way photographers. We're pretty close, though. We're getting there. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we just need to get more months. Can you believe it? I don't know. Maybe you got it. I didn't get a, Je- a December Milky Way. After going through the entire year, I'm getting a Milky Way every, every month. month. I didn't get one in December. I, I don't know if I did. I don't recall getting one, but, I'm, but I have to go it's back in my library and shame. look. I can't believe it. So now I can't earn the 2018 overall achievement Mm. of getting every Milky Way in 2018. Now it's not Milky Way core, guys. So if you get other side of the Milky Way, that still counts. Any side of the Milky Way will count. I might have done it, but I'm not exactly sure. (laughs) It's so disappointing because I was so proud of us. We were down in Moab. We were in Arches at that night. Mm -hmm. We captured a Milky Way in January. And so that was setting me off on the right foot to get a Milky Way every month this year. And I missed December because I was just focused on being desk bound and not doing my photography and because my car can't go on the freeway and it's really made me hard. I need you, Brendan. I need you to come back and let me use your car and go places. Okay. As long as my car doesn't die too. <laughs> oh, that's, that's never happened. <sighs> well, let's go yeah. ahead and take our first break of the podcast. We'll come right back and talk about our first thing that we learned in 2018. Okay. Welcome back to the Photog Adventures podcast, everyone. Here, as the year ended and the years behind us, Brendan, I want to sh- give a short, short as 
much as I can short summary mm -hmm. of what we did in 2018. If you guys recall mm -hmm. how we summarized 2017, we had a list of 40 plus locations that we went to and that was really, really cool and impressive. And then we look at 2018 and think, oh boy, man. Yeah, we really slowed down. We did completely different world in 2018. Yeah. But here it is in short, everything with the month and then where we went. Okay. January went to Moab Arches. February, we had Death Valley, Joshua Tree, Channel Islands, and we had our drone recovery first mm -hmm. attempt. So we included mm -hmm. Wedge in February. We went to okay. the Wedge and lost the drone. Right, right. So that was the beginning. We were right on pace to have a completely similar year like 2017. Mm -hmm. Then March, we only went to the Milky Way Butte. Then in April, we went out to Goblin Valley with Heads and Tails, mm -hmm. and so began our workshops. And we had May, workshop yeah. dates starting in April and May and on, and so those kind of dictated what we were gonna do. So then in May, we went to Escalante. In June, we had a crazy month, and I think this was a pivotal month that kind of changed me for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to mention I was going through the divorce and living out of a car and friends' houses, and between February and June, I didn't have a place to sleep. I had places to sleep, but it was always different. So I had three toothbrushes, yeah, that's, that's three easy. sticks of deodorant. I had it in my car at the studio place. When we finally got a studio spot in April, uh, it was a crazy time that first six months. And so when I decided in June to do the Great Milky Way Chase, I thought, okay, I can live out of a vehicle. I'm already doing that, and it'll be kind of on purpose. Mm-hmm. That was a busy, busy month. We went through all of Oregon and Utah and went to a Milky Way for 23 straight nights. Did not miss a night, but almost died two nights. And I haven't shared so those crazy. stories yet on YouTube, <laughs> which show like I'm falling asleep at the wheel dying, so I needed to stop and come home. And so July, where'd we go? I don't see anything on the list. Nowhere. We didn't go anywhere in July. <laughs> August. You're so exhausted from <laughs> June. June. I didn't think I got burned burnout. out on Milky Way, Milky but Way I burnout. got burnt out on traveling. I was mm -hmm. like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. I did so much. I felt justified, and then I didn't go anywhere in July. But we did get a picture in July. I remember because mm -hmm. you, myself, and Drew, we went out to the lavender fields to try and capture yes. Milky Way over that. So and we then we went to the, the lake Way. after that and did get a – yeah, we did capture – but it wasn't great. Not great, but we did it. <laughs> we went. Yeah. August had a Southern Utah workshop and our Escalante trip, or not ours, yours. I couldn't make it because I had pneumonia in mm. August from my own issues, and then the wildfires exacerbated it. And so yeah. you and Drew went to Escalante. Yeah, which was good. It was fun. It's a good trip. September, we're back right on track with what we did in February, where we traveled to Europe, went through the Lake District for a couple days, or I should say one day, mm -hmm. Faroe Islands for a week, and Iceland for a few days. So mm -hmm. that was a fantastic month of photography, which then we tried to build off of that momentum in October. <sighs> And, and went nowhere. Yeah. And I think that's where it all started falling apart. I did get a shot in October of a Milky Way, but it was a stupid shot, I think. It's possible. It's possible. I said December was my only month I went, but it's possible October I don't have something. Did you go with Dan and do something in October at near Lake? Dan? Or? No, no, I did not. So I don't think it went anywhere in October. It's possible I don't have a Milky Way shot, but I think there's a situation where I took a picture in a light-polluted situation just so that Maybe. I could try, That's, Yeah, and it uh, barely counts. November, we did get a Milky Way, awesome Milky Ways, yeah, and also difficult to process Milky Ways where it's just so much particulates. You had mm. to really over-process that I'm not used to doing. I don't like over-processing mm -hmm. my images. Mm -hmm. I like it just to keep it simple. Yeah, and the yeah. November Milky Ways, they were so low so 
filled with the sky being full of particulates, I didn't feel like I got great Milky Way shots because mm. I'm so used and spoiled by our Utah Milky Way yeah. and the Crater Lake Milky yeah. Way. By a cold night in southern Utah with no particulates in the air, it's so clear. It's so, oh. We're so spoiled here. Yeah. yeah, and seeing the Milky Way up high <clears throat> with no light pollution, oh, mm-hmm. it's so much better than on the horizon mm-hmm. over there in the ocean. But... In November, at least we went to Oregon, had our listener adventure, and then we just took off the rest of the year until now. We haven't gone anywhere since then. True. It's true. And we mentioned and, that and I'm last itching. week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ugh, it's like I'm itching to go out. I'm itching to go out now at this point. I'm just like, I've got to I've gotta do something. <laughs> I need your vehicle to go, so let's do it. Okay. I, let's do it. I made all the rentals for our workshops coming up. And so we have car, we have truck rentals and van rentals all organized for every workshop in 2019. Okay. And seeing those on there on the counter, I'm like, oh, wow, I can't wait. Mm. Have a vehicle that can go anywhere, yes. go to these awesome locations again. And that brings us in to the first thing that we learned in 2018. If you're a, if you're a photographer, a Milky Way photographer, a landscape photographer, and you decide, I'm going to do workshops. Mm-hmm. What are you going to learn first, Brendan? Well, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of permit <laughs> stuff you got to do. There's a lot of business end you got to do. There's um, bookkeeping and then there's planning. And then there's renting, organizing, getting people to come, advertising. I mean, it's just there's, there's a slew of work when it comes to workshops. And then once you did the work, once you get the, once you start the workshop, then, you know, like we've had workshops that have, a fantastically amazing weather like the very first oh, workshop yeah. we did Escalante. was absolutely Sorry, perfect Valley guys perfect <sighs> but then a couple months later in Golden valley <laughs> the weather was horrible every single night we got we got we've got blown out and rained out one night i mean it was nuts that was on me guys and that's why we owe you a workshop when you guys come back here because it was just at the front 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 end of the monsoon season but the monsoon season season also started early last year so we can't really i mean the weather really dictates and we have no idea we plan a workshop thinking everything's gonna be great you never know and we also you know? planned all of these workshops based on, okay, we can get two in all these good months, mm-hmm. all this time, mm-hmm. this one week before the new moon, the week after the new moon. Mm-hmm. And so those two weeks are booked. And then people will come and check the calendar and they registered for those dates. Yeah. And yeah. so while August was at the latest that we ever wanted to do a workshop, right? we ended up having it work out for people's schedule so that they can come. I mean, sure. John, Tim, and Jeff, and Chuck, they all came to that one, and it was a great time Great for group, them. yeah. Fun, fun group. They were yeah. so forgiving to the fact that we had just clouds every night, except for one with a couple hours or just really one hour. <laughs> it's like one hour. You've heard the podcast. <laughs> you guys know it. So in short, <clears throat> workshops dictate everything. Mm-hmm. Our 2018 is so different from 2017 because workshops became our main priority. And there's three ways Mm. that the workshops became our main priority. One, Aaron's free time and Brandon's free time became, let's create a website, work on the sales, work on this, make sure we get people to register. How can we make sure more people register? What can we do? Communicating with those who have registered, which if you have registered with the workshop, I'm sorry, you guys, you probably feel like Aaron doesn't talk to you that much. I really have to get better at that. I know I need to get better at that. I mm. am, I just am confident that everyone's fine. We can't wait to see you till we get there. Yeah, we know you're there. We love you and we can't wait to see you, but um not you know. as much communication as I need. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's probably normal to maybe start increasing communication like a month before the workshop, you know, just a couple an email saying, "Here is a heads up, you got a month to go," you know. And the that's still a couple that, months out from now. Right. So. The thing that I don't particularly 
particularly think of is that even though the inventory, the, the, uh, not the inventory, what's the word? The itinerary is mm-hmm. all up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, people need to know some more information before they're confident in scheduling their flights. Mm. And they need to schedule their flights early. And right, I think right. they got months, but no, they got to schedule flights. And so right, I have right. to respect that that is something they're considering. And it's always things that you just don't think of that you need to worry about and make sure that you're taking care of yeah, in a yeah. workshop. So it dictated our life on everything you can do in the office, you know, work on the workshop. And right. I'd spend hours and hours and guess where our YouTube channel went? Not creating tons of content mm-hmm. because everything was focused on making sure that workshop was out and like i said the divorce situation and my living situation i didn't have an apartment i didn't have a bowl of cereal until october that's how long from february to october oh my god i didn't have an apartment i was living in a friend's house and if i uh, wasn't able to make it to a friend's house in time i'd just sleep in the office or stay in a car or go somewhere for milky way and then just kind of sleep where i could i i just that was not conducive to getting you know, the best work out of me. Right. And so the, right. the few hours of the day, the, the several hours of the day that I was really working hard, I had to dedicate that to the workshops because mm. people have paid, they're registered, they want to be here. I want to make sure that works out as best as possible. Plus, right. right. We had workshops left and right that were canceling. So the second way that it dictates our life is that unlike the first two years of Hotel Adventures, Brendan, we didn't plan our schedule around, okay, next new moon, where should we go? We could go anywhere. The right. world's our oyster. Right. We had from what April through September, all of those good weeks booked. That's true. Yeah. So we didn't just have the liberty to go down somewhere or over somewhere or whatever because we'd already planned it all out. And we had people coming, paid, and yeah. And our yeah. portfolios took a hit because we can't work on those images that really helped us grow and build a portfolio because we were not there to take our own shots. We were there to help them take shots. Right. And we put our cameras up only as you know a prop as well as, well, we wanted to get a shot while we're doing it. But it was not focused like we've had in the previous two years where we're like learning, practicing, yeah. putting out that sweet effort that grew the skill set. Mm-hmm. We're now doing something 10, 14 steps back in the skill set and repeating those beginner steps, but not growing ourselves, not growing our portfolio, not growing our own practice of photography. So workshops dictated how much I learned in photography Mm. in 2018. It dictated everything. The third way that workshops dictate your life is that everything that um, every time a workshop got canceled, we ended up having free time and we missed moments because we were planned here and then here we got to cancel that. Yeah. We don't have actually the money to go here, so we can't. Oh, okay, well, let's go with her family so all of July we don't go anywhere. We don't yeah. even go to Mirror Lake. And so things like that happened where a July workshop canceled, couldn't get anyone who wanted to join us for any of the workshops mm-hmm. in July, so mm-hmm. let's just take a break. June was crazy busy and we think we deserve that break, but then we regret it at the end of the year for not going out. Yeah, true, true. I mean, I don't really remember doing anything much in July. Um, maybe a couple of small I had family stuff, personal photography things, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. Father's birthday, sister's birthday, enjoying the 4th of July break, the 24th of July that we celebrate here mm-hmm. in Utah. And so it was just holidays, holiday, holiday, right. summertime, and just wildfires. Yeah, and the wildfires. Oh, stuff. man. So then when we think about the workshops dictating your life, how are we going to prevent 2019 from having that same issue? Or are we even preventing that? I don't know. I think at this point, maybe we can, we'll have to schedule, I guess, our time to go out and do, like we'll set a block of time. Like, okay, this week we got to go somewhere 
You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll spend a day here or go to Southern Utah or go over to the, the Uintas or something. Maybe we'll just have to schedule around it and we not really just let do. it be on a whim kind of thing. We yeah. have to take advantage of the months. We don't have workshops. Yeah. Like right yeah. now, our Milky Way is back in mm-hmm. two days. The first minute that I can see the Milky Way core in the morning is back in two days at this latitude. Okay. So we need to get out. We need mm-hmm. to get out and go again and enjoy the fact that January, uh, okay, March isn't free. January and February were free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to go and do those things. And we're going to go teach Milky Way photography to photo clubs. Yes. If you have a photo club in a large population area, let me know because we are contact. We have we're in contact with a Los Angeles group, a Chicago group, and I want to get in contact with an East Coast group. And I'm hoping to have at least a hundred people. You know, we're talking mm-hmm. like major populous areas like Los Angeles, Chicago, and so if there's a New York photo club, or if there's a in somewhere in the North and the Carolinas, Maryland was a good option like Baltimore. That was mm-hmm. kind of a good middle ground, mm-hmm. even though it's an hour, few hour drives for some people. Mm-hmm. But that would allow, I think, Dean or Daryl to join us. Maybe both. I think it was that could make it. Okay. So Daryl's photography, I think we see a lot of uh, Baltimore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so if you guys have a photo club like that, that you know would love to have a free presentation from us about Milky Way photography to get them ready for the season coming up, we'd love to come out and do it. I'm telling you, we're going to take the cost of the flight or the drive, and we're going to come out there and spend an hour to two hours, whatever you want to give us, to just... Spill your fill your hearts with Milky Way photography love, <laughs> and so we're excited to get out to all these places. And I'm scheduling with other places, but just I figured while I'm talking about it, I might as well put it out there. If any of you are thinking we'd love to have you, let me know. Yeah. Let's see if it's yeah. a big enough group for us to travel all the way out there, or we can work with you to go to someplace close enough to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. awesome! That's I think how we take advantage of our time around our workshops and not let it dictate our life yeah. and do more of our photography. But I think you guys in 2019, this is going to be the last time that we repeat workshops. I think Brendan, unless hmm. unless we think 2020, we should do it again. But I, I honestly think right now, one Escalante workshop, mm-hmm. one Goblin Valley Southern Utah workshop. One Crater Lake is already what we're doing, mm-hmm. and one mm-hmm. Oregon Coast workshop, and then Faroe Islands once. Okay. Just, we, Not, we, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We might have to open up our months a little bit more, okay. just so it doesn't dictate our life. And, you know, I don't let the YouTube channel suffer. We don't let the podcast suffer. We don't let mm-hmm. anything suffer because we have plenty of time to go and do and practice. There's something I meant to do in 2018, and that was learn star trekking photography. Mm. Other than having Eric teach it and working with him when he taught it, mm-hmm. I still don't know it. Okay. I know of it. I know the process. I yep. even know how to post-process it. But I haven't actually owned a Star Tracker yet and done it myself. Okay. And so I'm looking to do that more. So we might have to have fewer workshops. And last thing I'll say about workshops, guys, uh, we are no longer having any more discounts on the workshops the rest of the year. So if any of you are on the fence about joining a workshop and you're thinking I might wait for another uh, $200 off, that was for Black Friday. Mm -hmm. That was for the early bird. Those are over. So please don't wait for that. Uh, We are not going to be changing the price. Going around to these workshops, we're hoping to find people who want to join us for those workshops Mm -hmm. and we'll be able to register and fill up all the slots that we have. You know, there's still a tremendous value, even though there's not going to be a discount. Uh, The people who have come last year said that they would gladly pay more. So we're just like, that's awesome compliment. (laughs) So, yeah. So hopefully you guys will be considering it right now and you join over and go to photogadventures.com forward slash workshop and see what you have for options and come out with us. Yeah. It'd be awesome. We're doing them in April, May, June. And I think we 
killed the one in July, so we only have the ones in um, September for Faroe Islands left after that point. And okay. an August Oregon coast one. Okay. Because we can get away from the wildfires there. Yes. Unless they're so terrible that all the smoke goes completely <laughs> over the horizon, all the way to the west, and covers well, the Milky the good Way. The good thing is the, we, the wind typically comes yeah. from, the, from, the, from the west. So. It covers us in Utah when California's on fire, mm-hmm. so I don't think we'll yeah. have a problem there on Oregon coast. Yeah. Sweet. So let's go ahead and take our last break of the podcast. We're going to come back and talk about the last two things we learned and our photography of 2018 what went well and what could be better mm, okay. hey guys welcome back to the photog adventure podcast and uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about on this segment about seizing the moment you know the, the carpe diem of photography yes how do you do that what kind of situation do you find yourself in when you're just like okay i gotta seize the moment you know I gotta seize it sometimes it's uh, sometimes weather you know, dictates that. <laughs> Sometimes location dictates that. Sometimes your plans dictate that. Um, and I want to talk to you guys about our trip to the Lake District when we first went to the UK on our ways to on our way to Faroes and then Iceland afterwards. Iceland was one of those things that was like, you know what? It's on the way home. Let's do it. You know, we planned that. Yeah. And that was the beginning of that little carpe diem for that, you know. <laughs> we really didn't belong in the pharaohs at this point because we just barely had enough money to get out there. Mm-hmm. We didn't sell up the workshop. We were barely able to really kind of break even on all the expenses. Mm-hmm. And then despite that, Brendan, um, I can't call you brave necessarily for doing this because some people will say that that's foolish to say, but you were brave in letting us use your credit card so that we could make... We got the flights individually, but then mm-hmm. when it came to the credit card use, we rented vehicles to get mm-hmm. ourselves to the Lake District. We were able to get ourselves around it, pay for food, and afford squeezing in. I mean, just nonsense. If you were to think responsibly, we should have just gone to the Faroe Islands and come back. We had no business turning it into almost a three-week adventure. Right. <laughs> but we did. Why? Because we're seizing the day. Carpe diem. Despite the fact that we have a few thousand dollars of credit debt right now mm-hmm. Are, do you regret going to the lake district and fitting that in before we went to the pharaohs i don't i don't even though i'm still paying for it i don't regret uh, it i don't regret it and it was an awesome trip great, but no i mean awesome. it was fun it was oh, it, so much fun it was just too it, i mean yeah i mean selfishly yes it was fun you know what i mean <laughs> right and so when you're spending you know tomorrow's money to do something today it's you know it's foolish it's called debt you know but when you're there at a place that you you know, I mean, I haven't been back there in over 10 years. It was 15 years, maybe even 20 years. I mean, it was like four, it was 20 years ago. It was over 20 years ago, man, or exactly 20. It was 20 years ago. When I went, when I went back to England, I hadn't been there for 20 years. And so, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm going to take some credit card debt. I'm going to take a hit and I'm going to go and enjoy it, you know. First day there, we got ourselves a donor kebab. It was awesome. Yeah. And, you know, we really, really consider ourselves lucky that we have friends worldwide. Mm-hmm. Because we got Paul mm-hmm. Thompson, who was interested in hanging out with us out right. there and showing us some of his favorite spots that he Which would was a go lot of fun. Right there, right around Wilshire. No, what was that little city called? Um, um, oh, it's Wilshire, right? No. Is it a K? Was it K? Um, there was a beautiful place that you can get awesome awesome ice cream it was like yeah butter farm butterton no that was, <laughs> it, was it was lord butterton's city no <laughs> what was it it was psych farm 
Psych? Yeah, wasn't it called Psych Farm or Sky? It was Psych, right? Sky Farm, maybe. I don't know if it was Sky. <laughs> but the city was Butter something, I thought. Oh, like Butterfield or something? Yeah, or, I think yeah. it was Butterfield. That was but, a village, actually. It wasn't even a town. It was yeah, so tiny. True. It was like it was a four village. buildings. It was the kind of village that if you looked out your window at all, you'd run into a big stone wall because it right. curves around oh my all the gosh, farms. Yeah. The streets so gorgeous, though. Dodging, dodging farms and barns and, and farmland. And, and that, that was in, right in the middle of the Lake District, too. And it's it was so, so great. Yeah. Oh, yes. And so we took advantage of a chance to hang out with a friend out in the mm-hmm. UK who we will never get a chance to see. And we're going to do that again this year, Paul. We're going to come and see you again, man, because I can't wait. Mm-hmm. As well as here's a location we've never been. Really excited. We've seen YouTube videos. People enjoying the Lake District, Lake District, Lake District, mm-hmm. Lake District. Mm-hmm. So what's it going to be for us? And as we drove one path that... Um, a Netherlands woman who had been working there for months recommended us drive up this pass. Yeah, she yeah. was so right. Yeah, it was so beautiful going through that pass. It was, it was, and we had to stop like every like ten minutes. <laughs> and there's even a bike race going on. We're like, oh, okay, don't hit this car, don't hit this bike, you know, pull over. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, um, yeah, I mean, it was one of those places where you just try to take advantage of it. I mean, we woke up early to try to hit the sunrise, and we left our Airbnb early. We Keswick. like. Keswick, yes. That's what it was. It was a K. It's Keswick. Yes. And so now that you say the name, I was like, yeah, of course, duh. Um, Wilshire, wherever Wilshire is. And it was just, yeah, it was just great. I mean, we saw our Airbnb hosts um, only that like first night when they like set us up. And then that we always left so early in the morning to catch sunrise and stuff that didn't really chance to say uh, even goodbye a lot of times. So, yeah, it was just. It's Buttermere. Buttermere, that's Buttermere. right. Butter Lake in Dutch. Buttermere. <laughs> Buttermere. So just, uh, okay, seizing the day. We knew responsibly we shouldn't add to this trip or add more time, but it was well worth it. And if we hadn't, our 2018 would have been really highlighted in February. Mm. And then kind of our workshops are not a non-highlight. It's just when it comes to having this, what are we to learn? What's mm-hmm. our new thing? Workshops aren't that. It's our chance to let you learn. Right. We want you to put you on our backs and take you places and get you learning, get you having an adventure mm-hmm. and having a blast with you. But in the end, when it comes to how our f- photography progressed, it, it didn't. Yeah. It's true. And the only places that we started to flex those muscles to strain them, pull on them, and actually feel that burn afterwards, that what's the what's the chemical in our, our muscles that when we tear them, that we're really sore? Yeah. Lie, it's lie. like cortisone or li- li- um, lactic acid. Lactic acid. Drew is in the Thanks other room. Thanks, Drew, room. <laughs> He's in the other room here in the studio waiting to do macro photography with us. Oh, no. You heard us say that. LIDAR. Lactic no, it's acid. not. It's not yeah. LIDAR. <laughs> so uh, we didn't flex those muscles and cause any photographer's lactic acid because mm-hmm. we were so much in our comfort zone. But then the Lake District, yes, overwhelming, kind of didn't help you. It, it, you walk yeah. into a room with a bunch of heavy, heavy weights. You're not lifting anything. You're just like deciding what you might lift. And mm-hmm. we just spend a lot of time deciding where we might take photography. But it's a, it, it would have been a huge disappointment if we hadn't gone. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. the pharaohs. The pharaohs, man. We've got to talk about how the pharaohs stretched our photography. What was the one thing? Okay, you might not guess what I'm thinking. Okay. But... I think the one thing in the pharaohs that we got to play with that we rarely ever get to play with, almost never, mm-hmm. light. Yes. Light shafts, lights coming through the clouds and clearing an area and having it hit a subject. Because it's changing every five minutes. We just don't experience that anywhere no, here. No, no, not even close. I mean, we, 
<sighs> yeah, I mean, when it comes to light, I mean, you can you can see um, amazing lights happening in the sky during um, during mostly during golden hour sunset time here in the valley in Utah. Um, in the Salt Lake area. Yeah, it's coming through. And, and, seeing and it's usually when I'm driving to meet you is when <laughs> these amazing podcast. freaking sunsets happen. And I'm like, I, I, yeah, I'm going to pull over and get a, what, a shot of the freeway? Like, this sucks. Like, I should be up on the mountain getting this shot right now and I'm driving on the freeway. It's like, oh, <laughs> curse you, you know? Um, but there, literally, I mean, you could spend half a day in one area and have completely different compositions for that whole entire 12 hour period because the sh- the lights ca- constantly changing. I am sweating and working hard, furrowing my brow, working on the sites, doing all the things that I can to be financially responsible enough to go to the Faroe Islands before our workshop mm-hmm. for a week mm-hmm. because I want to go to a location where I just love the view and wait. Yeah. And wait for the light because it it will offer me those shafts of light yeah, that are yeah. going to just make the composition. Yeah. And normally I don't get to play with that. And so that was completely out of my photography, you know, wheelhouse practice, my, my strength as a photographer. And then being there in the Faroe Islands for a week, it rem- I, I didn't know. I Seriously, didn't know what I didn't know. One of my first, one of my best f- memories was that first day. And I swear I'm thinking, how did James do this? How did he set this up? Like how could he have possibly known that when he took us up to that very high point, that cliff, that drop off that, you know, that we thought Matt was going to like kill himself on the first day, you know, <laughs> it was completely fogged over. We couldn't see anything. We pulled into this dingy, like weird parking oh, lot with like this, belly, with yeah. like, yeah, with this, with this <laughs> gate that's like half blown over sticks and wire, just, you know, yeah, that section they're trying to keep yeah. uh, people off. <sighs> well, just so they don't drive over the side, I guess, yeah, you know, it's just like a real dingy construction parking yeah, lot. Yeah. And we're just like, and we walk out there, it's completely great over. Like, what is this? Like, this where are we going? Beautiful. Like, yeah. Why is this on the list? And he's just like, Oh, just give a few minutes. And I swear within a minute later, just like, <sighs> And all of a sudden, it's like, oh my gosh, like what the what? We fell right into the stereotype of Instagram of doing the picture where you're staring out over an awesome like view and your arms are all wide open doing the figure. uh, What is it? The figure. That's not a figure. The Angel angel arms. What do you call that? T-pose. Yeah. The awe-inspired, the the awe-inspired, you know, you know, yeah, very stereotypical shot that if you see like, what is that? Arms stretched out basically. The Insta repeat, the Insta repeat. Yeah. You have a million of those. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone has one, Yeah, but it was worth it because it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about stretching your muscles and actually lifting a weight in your photography, anything in the Pharaohs other than light that stands out for you, Oh man, just the sheer magnitude of the of the scenery of the geology was just it's so unique, amazing, completely. unique. I mean, you want waterfall shots? Great. You've got um, let's see, five billion options. Pick so your favorite. Pick one. You know, <laughs> throw a dart anywhere, and you're gonna hit a waterfall. You know, like you don't have to. You know, it's like <laughs> I don't like the shape of that one. Let's go to the next one. Two seconds later, okay, that one's better. You know, like it's. Yeah. The saddest thing about the Faroe Islands workshop was that by the end, we got used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Iceland and there's this like, you know, because some yeah. of these guys were saying, Iceland's so amazing. There's waterfalls everywhere. Then we got to Iceland and was like, oh, there's not that many waterfalls here. <laughs> like, it's not that. It's not like, it's not like uh, you know, Faroe Islands. Oh my gosh. Of course, the southern tip of Iceland that we were on, we hung out between Reykjavik over there to mm-hmm. um, the Yoksarlun. 
York Sarlon, whatever um, glacier area. There's that's all we so travel. Much and more so to see. I mean, Iceland there is, is huge. There's so much more to see. Iceland is massive. It's so much bigger than you think it is. And you can see all the texture edges of the coastlines. We're looking at a yeah. map right now, yeah. and you can see how it looks more like Faroe Islands all along this coast yeah. that we started yeah. driving, and has that mountainous drop off into the water, and the waterfalls are probably crazy. Yeah, there. I mean, you go from water, you go from sea level to like peak with snow on it, and like very short distance and like a mile and you're like this is insane so in iceland we mostly just toured it and planned okay we love this we want to see this one do this Mm -hmm. i think our best photography moment was trying to take the most and get the most out of the icebergs the little chunks of ice at diamond beach so when you think about diamond beach specifically where did you uh, get some lactic acid in your photography there Oh man, like just, I just love the texture and the light coming through. Uh, we got there at sunrise, right? And barely, and there was like 50 other photographers on the beach. I mean, literally 50 other people with, with cameras that weren't just tourists. Yeah. Other photographers. And so it was, it was, it was like a Mesa arch. It was, it was on the beach, (laughs) you know? And so you either had to go like very far out of the way of everybody else. What we were trying, kind of trying to do. And like everybody was still all heading that direction too, like heading to the south end of the beach. <laughs> and uh, and so it was a challenge to get a shot where you can compose a shot without anybody in it, you know? And because wow, the ice so chunks were either, the ice chunks were either the size of your fist or the size of this table or the size of your car, like depending on, you know, yeah, which what it was. was. In front of you by the, at the time? Yeah, it was nuts. And it was so amazing because you could see the icebergs like, you know, tomorrow's icebergs you can see behind you in the lagoon. Like, okay, those are going to be here tomorrow, you know, and you can kind of like predict like, oh, we're going to have some good icebergs tomorrow. Kind of. <laughs> you know, <predict>. kind of. <laughs> but then you never know what's going to wash up on shore. No, so you really can't. It's predict. just, it was just so cool though. Um, it was really a struggle to get that contrast between the black sand and the clear uh, crystally ice, ice, mm, you know? Yeah. And it really was like crystal. It was amazing. Like rainbow refraction happening inside of it. It was so awesome. But that with the sunrise and with the contrast, it was hard to get a good composition. There's still images that I haven't even looked at yet. I mean, I took so many pictures that morning that there's only a few that I've even touched up so far. There's still more than there. There might be a gem still in there that I haven't even found yet. And so, yeah. I think that's spending time post processing <laughs> to transition to the last thing that we learned because yeah. I want to respond to what you just said yeah. and give my first. What could be better? What could have been better about 2018 was processing my images. Mm -hmm. I am a videographer who is a photographer, who's a writer, who's an organizer, who's an emailer, who's a, can I just watch a TV show for a minute right now and take a break and eat some food? (laughs) Just yesterday, for instance, as an example, I got out I got out at 9. I got out of bed at 9, started my shower, came out, I did a, a live recording at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. After that 10 a.m. and during that 10 a.m. live recording, I talked about my entrepreneur life. Okay. Here's what I'm doing and here's the things I'm going to do and I'm going to be better at my schedule and here's what I've been doing and I don't want to eat lunch and breakfast at 1 in the afternoon. I don't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to change. Well, I finished that video. Then I created another video for Photog Adventures about our achievements. I wrote the blog post up on it. I responded to emails that have been coming through. And all of that went until Monday Moment of Envy. 
So then I started getting mm. Monday Moment of Envy together, did the Monday Moment of Envy video, then after that, responded to the people talking to me, responded to some emails, and made sure that everything else was ready. I think that's at the point when I finally wrote the blog post for the achievements. Mm, okay. I had breakfast, after waking up at nine to shower, I had breakfast at 3.50. Holy cow. Yeah. And so my butt was plastered to that desk chair and I didn't do anything. And so what could have gone better is I can do my actual editing. But mm. it's really hard after you've done all these things that are really heavy priority mm -hmm. just because there's people depending on you. Mm -hmm. No one out there is depending on me to edit my image. They don't right. kind of care. No one's checking in. Hey, where's that awesome ice image that you have from Diamond Beach that has a cool ice crystal and next to it an animal with really cool bird feet walked right by it? Mm -hmm. You know, where's that image? Did that turn out? No one knows it even exists. Mm. And I am they so... They do now, so they're not going to start bugging you about it. Oh, I hope they do. <laughs> I hope they do. Hey, you guys out there, if you love me, please ask Aaron King. If you haven't seen it by February 1st, say, hey, Aaron, and where's that picture? Because I need to get these things out. I have to change that. My photography needs to happen in 2019. I already mentioned it last week, mm -hmm. and it's just, I could have gone better in 2018 is actually editing more pictures. Mm -hmm. And I'd say more, but I think I can count the number of pictures I fully processed with two hands and two feet using okay. my toes. I think it's under 20, Okay, which is disgusting. Not I might have I done a little bit more things. than that, but maybe only barely. Oh, um, yeah, honestly, because I, so for me, I need to get better at calling through my images. Like I do like a really quick sweep when I import them usually, Yeah. but I need to do more of like a spend that, sit down and actually spend five or 10 minutes on that role you just imported and actually select which ones. Okay. This is a four star. This is a five star four and five is all the, I'm going to edit edit you know and what i mean delete the one through threes from i don't your... know if you necessarily delete it but at least star the ones some would say never delete but when my hard drive space is bleeding oh like it gosh. is right now i have to right so then with calling that i interrupted I don't have you a, i don't have a problem say. with hard drive space it's just it's just a matter of just prioritizing the ones that i should be working on you know okay because there's lots of times that i go back and i look at a roll and it's like oh my gosh like i don't star them until i edit them and that's dumb. I should do it the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I should know, I should know by looking at my photos, okay, this composition is solid and this can be better if I just process it a little bit. This is going to be a four star. Where the five star one's just like, boom, that's an awesome image. I barely have to process that stellar right. five Stands star. Right, out it. completely obvious. Right, right. And I just need to spend more time doing that because right now I do like quick edits. I'm like, oh, this could be good. And I, qu and I spend like five minutes editing it and it's like, nah, then I move it on to the next one. <laughs> and I'm like, two star. Or something, you know what I mean? Whereas like after I'm done editing, I'll be like, well, that's a four star. I'm going to star that one. But that's after I edit it. And I, I need to reverse that, I think. Okay. So my workflow is a little weird and a little off. So, so in 2019, that's going to be better. I think so. I think I can, now that I've now that I've recognized that, I can address it now. So. so then let's end it on a positive. Let's end this podcast on a positive. What went well about 2018? Oh, man. Um, a lot of cool things did. I mean, we had some stellar, stellar photography um, at the beginning of the year with Milky Way stuff. We had a lot of fun light painting those rocks and mm -hmm. Escalante and doing workshops there. Um, that was really cool. Um, the trip to Faroe Islands was just monumentous. I mean, for me, it was one of the best, probably one of the best trips I've been on in my life. <laughs> you know it's what I mean? crazy to think, but it's probably true. Yeah. I mean, really. It has been. I mean, the fact that we spent two solid weeks at in that like general area between Iceland and Faroes and England, it was just amazing. It's just amazing. 
Um, photography wise, I mean, that's all obviously that was like travel wise, photography wise. I think my processing has, has gone up a notch. You know what I mean? Like just the fact that I've gotten better at taking pictures and taking more exposures and, mm-hmm. and experimenting more and, and, uh, you know, trying things out and actually getting better at refining my skills. I think that's gotten better in 29 and 2018, just little refinements. You know what I mean? That just, that just make it that much better. Like I'm getting cleaner images. So I, so it's less processing and stuff like that. And I cleaned my sensor, which was huge actually, because I didn't <laughs> realize how bad it was. Drew, you cleaned it. Yeah. I mean, I cleaned it before we did that gear time, oh, but, gotcha. um, so I actually had some really good reference, but my cleaning my sensor made a huge difference. My images were so much cleaner. I didn't realize how bad my sensor was because I knew it was bad when I took pictures of the daylight and I could see all the little things that showed up once I was at like F13 or higher. Yeah. They showed up really clearly, but I didn't realize how bad it was and it was actually affecting my Milky Way stuff. So now my Milky Way is going to be cleaner because my sensor is cleaner, you know, so that's kind of cool. Interesting. So a little bit of a little like, photographer thing. hygiene. Mm-hmm. Like your gear has better hygiene better you better work yeah i mean the front of your so i mean the the, the northrops did a whole thing on the front element of your lens really doesn't affect your images that much having a dirty element in the front but the back element does and your sensor is right there against the back element so having a clean sensor and having a clean back of your lens is going to do you know a lot for your photography as far as nice. getting that cleaner sharper image that's really good advice i think i need yeah. to go through and i always often see i mean always often i don't know how well that always i'm actually, often thinking comes out but <laughs> i look at it when i'm putting it on and i do see dust galore mm-hmm. so what went well for aaron king um i have to say despite my what could be better is all related to photography and mm-hmm. all related to photography processing and how it i didn't get to do enough of it what went well was that i took my favorite shot of all time mm. my favorite milky oh, way yeah. shot of all time and i know what it is is from 2018 Mm-hmm. That June 2nd, Salt Flats Milky Way, I am boring you guys with that shot because no, I'm using I, dude, it everywhere I get I am getting goosebumps just thinking about it again. <laughs> Honestly, awesome. it, was, it was one of the best experiences <laughs> that we had, just you and I out there and just experiencing <sighs> the full Milky Way in a brilliant, amazing reflection. It was just, <sighs> it was, yeah. Standing on the mirror. Of the mirrored reflection of the Milky Way. Not it was like surreal. standing on the shoreline totally and seeing it reflect out there. Right. But standing on it, looking at my feet and seeing the Milky Way at my at my toes. Yeah. Was an experience. It was. And the fact that the water was so thin yet so crystal clear and reflective. I mean, we didn't even go above the soles of our shoes. Mm. That's how thin it was, people. Okay. We're talking a quarter of an inch thick, you know, from the from this amazing salt flat. It was just there's nothing like it. <sighs> nothing. And it didn't get ruined by me. I didn't mess up the panorama. I didn't <laughs> no, it was mess a great up panorama. where we put our selfie with that yellow light being where it was yeah. for our selfie. It turned yeah. out brilliant. And it was great post-processing too. It is fantastic. It's just basic stuff. I mean, that's the thing yeah. I was telling you earlier. I mean, I don't like to over-process and just doing my basic steps. Mm-hmm. That came out so clear, so beautiful, so green with the yellow. And then with the silhouette, just a, mm-hmm. a, a tedious, arduous task of cutting us out pixel by pixel and putting that in there just because the stars around our body right. moved Had so moved. much yeah. that the lighting gradient from our bodies off into the sky was just completely different and it looked obvious, it looked bad. I couldn't just 
paste it in there. Right. And surprisingly, the panorama doesn't work where it just grabs those frames and uses them for those parts of the panoramic. Mm -hmm. We're talking three minutes later. It wasn't that big of a movement. Mm. And yet it didn't quite work in Lightroom for the panorama, so I had to put it in there manually. Mm -hmm. But, oh, wow. Wow. Just a fun, fun night. And it's one of those nights where you think, I think I got something great. Mm -hmm. And you know it. You go back and you process it and you don't waste time processing it. Like, right. I didn't, You're so excited. You just jump right into it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't waste any time. I got right into it. And I spent hours and they were all worth it. And I can't wait to enter that into the Astronomer Photography of the Year. Mm. I just want to win one category, any category with that, because mm -hmm. I loved it. Oh, it'll be great to hope. Hopefully, hopefully no one doesn't have something that's Star Tracked and as cool looking with a selfie <laughs> that looks almost the exact same, but Star Tracked and is going to look amazing, more mm. amazing than that. So hopefully mm. I don't want to contend with that. But I just, that's, that came out of 2018. So despite yeah. all of the hardship yeah. and challenges and all of the money lost, the near $2,000 I spent in june for the great milky way chase <laughs> we're talking seven to eight hundred dollars in, in truck rental mm -hmm. the flight to oregon the money the food everything yeah. oh yeah. it was nearly two thousand dollars i spent that month that i didn't have that you didn't have yeah exactly so yeah awesome fantastic year crappy dumb year wonderful <laughs> really fantastic and can't wait to make it better in 2019 yeah but all in all it was a really great um, balanced, well-rounded year, yeah. actually, when you think about it. <laughs> and when you think about all the years that we've had in Photog Adventures, 2016, a lot of learning, a lot of mm -hmm. adventuring, getting into the vlogging, getting into the podcasting. In 2017, we kind of got into our into our rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 2018, we pulled away from all the different stuff because we're doing workshops. That was our priority. Right. Now 2019, we're going to try and get into our rhythm again and do the workshops even see better. If we can, see if we can juggle better, both better. Oh, yeah. yeah. People who come with us in these 2019 workshops, it's going to be a better experience even mm -hmm. with how well it went last year. <laughs> and that's gonna that's saying something. Yeah. And so only thing we have is weather in our way now. So I'm excited for 2019. Yep. I should add right here, there will be a listener adventure for those of you in Utah to come out with us to the Salt Flats for a reflection shot. Yes. I will spend the two hours there and two hours back several times during the proper times leading up to June to see if we can recreate this shot. I would love nothing more than in 2019 to capture a shot of like 30 people yeah, all 100. out there. <laughs> that would be really freaking cool. Pollution. That yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. It's just you guys have to not step around your tripod too much. Brendan and I stood in that water completely still except for moving our hips and our hands while we capture our panorama. It's not one of those times where you can wander around your tripod, pick up your feet and put them down because mm -hmm. you don't want to stir the mirror. Mm -hmm. Don't stir the mirror up. So it's going to be an experience. Join us at the end of May, beginning of June. I have to decide which one we're going to do. Okay. Oh. It could be amazing. And the puddle, the puddles of water usually end up in that spot. They usually stick around for a while. Oh, yeah. so, so that's not one of those hard things. I don't think things. that's going to be too big of an issue. I think we just have to get to a point where we can drive out there. Mm -hmm. And it's safe to drive out there without damaging salt flats or anything like that. And mm -hmm. typically you can't damage it, but you just don't want to eat up the terrain in the early, early season. And then you get it. And you want the Milky Way to panorama like it did. So it has to be around that time. Just that height and where it is, just perfect. Apparently there's a risk of losing your whole car in the salt flats. Which I didn't know about until Poor I interviewed Derek Sternick. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen his Yosemite uh, oh article out there on Petapixel? 
I did see um, briefly. I didn't actually read it yet, but I saw it on the screen pop, flash by and just like, hey, there's Derek. That's cool. Yeah, guys, and, go read that article on Petapixel. And I will then too. go re-listen yeah. to Derek Sherman podcast interview from Brendan where he interviewed him just last month. Uh, fantastic. Is that on so. a Patreon only though? Uh, no. It's not. It's not. Okay. That is a full-fledged free podcast. All right, you guys. So there you go. I think. We got to double check. I might have to double check. If join you're not us. sure, join us on Patreon, guys. <laughs> oh, and you know what? Let's pull up the patrons right now. Here, give a quick oh, spiel for ones. Patreon, and I'll pull up the new ones, or I'll give the spiel on Patreon. He's pulling up the new ones. Okay. You guys, thanks so much for supporting us. If you like this content, and you've enjoyed our videos, and you're optimistic for all these awesome workshops coming up, and you really want to thank us, no, don't. Don't thank us. Thank our patrons. Those are the guys and girls who are giving their real money to support Photog Adventures and keeping us alive, keeping us glued to our desk. It's your fault, patrons, that I'm at my desk all the time. But it's also the best thing and the most fun thing about mm-hmm. my life right now. So thank you so much. So we had three new patrons join us this month yes. so far. We would like to see more if you guys... Um, <laughs> would we? We would like to see more. Please How send in your 2, pledges. 2,000 more? That would be I would, would be love great. to have 2,000 more pl- uh, patrons. <laughs> Because we've got, um, you know, we've got to thank Forrest, Lisa, and David. Thank you so much for being thank patrons so far this month. If yes. You, guys that come on um, later in the month, we, we will announce you as you come in. And, uh, yeah, so thank you, for, thank you for your support. I mean, it's awesome to see that we weren't really quite sure how Patreon was going to work out for us. You guys have supported us, so many of you, from day one. You know, yeah, really, really. And to see the new support guys. come in, we were just racking our brains at how we could pull in new support. And I think doing the the interview podcasts and giving you guys some great extra value for that patronage has been really great. It's really yes. paid off. Except and for this week when they didn't get one on Monday. Oh, so we had a cancellation. Okay. And then I had four other people that I tried to get in. I got Enrico Fasanti and we still have Joshua some nice Cripps ones coming up. So week. forgive us for that last Monday, but we will pick up and do it as usual every Monday. So. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna give you guys a podcast episode anyway because I have something I've been wanting to talk about, and it's about composition. So I think it'll be a fun substitute. Mm, okay. And then Joshua Cripps on Thursday. Be ready for next week Monday. Sweet. Okay. Yes. So thank you guys. Hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy the new year and check your photo pills app. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out that Milky Way Wednesday where I talk about it or my mm. new video that I think I'll do tomorrow, honestly, where you can quickly get your get your notifications showing up on your iPhone, on your Android, and you can quickly see, okay, what's going on, uh, photo pills? You pull over to that notification screen, and on the photo pills widget, it says, hey, Galactic Center, not visible until Thursday, January 17, 2019. Now, that's me sitting here in this latitude. When I was in Oregon, Mm. it was January 19th. So it just depends on Uh, where you are in the world. So look at your phone. Get that widget up, and I'll show you how to do that tomorrow, guys. Awesome. Okay, thank you. Have a good night. See you guys.